Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. Uh, So this show was created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm. So my name is Lindsay Phillips, and I'm your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. I'm the founder and CEO of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth. So of course, you can learn more about what we do at ssonlinesupport.com. So this podcast is not only to motivate and inspire you to achieve more, but my main focus is to really give some practical tips and business building strategies so that you can be more productive, right? And boost your profits and grow your business. Um, So this conversation that we're having today with our special guest, Karen Greenstreet, is definitely about how to grow your business. Um, So I do want to introduce uh, Karen Greenstreet. She is internationally known, um, a self-employment expert and small business consultant. She's actually owned six businesses since 1981, which is awesome. She helps seasoned business owners expand reach and revenue, get a clear vision of their business models and designs, proven strategies to create business and marketing efficiencies. Um, She's spoken at tons of national conferences on business strategies and marketing topics. She's taught over 270,000 people worldwide. So she's a very busy woman. (laughs) And of course, um, president of Passion for Business and um, operates three websites. That's ton. So thank you, Karen, uh, for coming on my show. Thank you. Awesome. So um, for those that don't know out there, I do work with Karen on a joint client, I guess you could call him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So of course I get to, I'm so lucky to work side by side with you on his projects and um, glean from your, your wisdom. That's for sure. I love it. I just learned from you through osmosis. Um, but yeah, so being a business coach, I mean, uh, I have been, tons of people, other entrepreneurs that I know have business coaches as well. And obviously, you know, Mike, uh, is with you, but it's like so many people don't really get what a business coach is, what they can do for you, how it impacts your business. So I thought it would be perfect to have you on here. Um, and I know there's people that talk about consultant and business coach. What is the difference between the two? Well, it's funny because the word coach seems to be um, sort of uh, generic, and it's actually not. There's an international coach federation, and um, it's called the the ICF International Coach Federation. I think it's just coachfederation.org, and there are tens of thousands of professional coaches that have been trained through um, schools that are affiliated with the International Coach Federation and and abide by their guidelines. So when someone says they're a business coach, you want to know, are they a business coach like an ICF business coach? Or they just call themselves a coach, which really means they're a consultant or a mentor or a guru, but they're just using the word coach, but it doesn't mean (laughs) what it means in the industry. 
in the industry, a coach is someone um, who helps you. I kind of like to think of it as, as your inner game. They help you set goals. They help you to, um, to figure out where things are going wrong, not necessarily to fix it because a coach does not offer advice. A consultant does, which is one of the, re the differences gotcha. between a coach and a consultant. But a coach helps you with um, you know, things like time management or setting goals or creating a vision or dealing with people problems or any of those things. Um, because a coach is sort of like a partner that walks with you through, you know, as you're building your business, but they're not necessarily advice. In fact, they're not supposed to offer you advice. And in fact, they're not even supposed to direct the conversation. The conversation is all directed by the client. The client says, this is what I want to talk about. And this is the direction I want, to, the direction I want the conversation to go. And so um, this can be really great if you're stuck, if you're trying to get from point A to point B, you don't know how to do that. Um, it's wonderful if you um, really need to think deeply about your business on kind of a holistic level. Right. Um, and to do a lot of big strategic thinking. Now, a consultant can have coaching skills, but a consultant offers advice. They um, sometimes can implement the solution for you or, or they can walk through with you um, as you're implementing the solution to kind of make sure that you, you stay on the right path. And whenever you get stuck in something, they can then be there to offer you additional advice or even some on-the-spot training. You know, sometimes it's not that we... Um, we need ideas. It's like, well, how do I do that? Just, yeah. <laughs> can you sort of shortcut it for me? And instead of me having to read six books on this, can you just <laughs> tell me in 10 minutes, you know, how to do this? And so a good coach would be like, look, here's, here's the five things you need to know. I'm sorry, a good consultant will do that because a consultant can put on a coaching hat and, and do a lot of the internal work, you know, the yeah. mindset work, and they can put on a very practical hat. They can also put a training hat on. And so a consultant, um, has more flexibility, more leeway. The best combination you want is someone who does both coaching and consulting. Because even though we go to uh, a guru or mentor or whatever you want to call them to get advice from them, the fact is, is the thing that slows businesses down, small business owners down, a lot of it's the internal game. And so if you have someone who has both coaching skills and consulting skills, they can help you no matter where the problem is, even if the problem's inside of you. Nice. So that's, that's the difference. So when you say, because yeah, sometimes when you're in your business, you can't, it's like you can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. You can't, you don't know where the ideas are. You don't know, you know, okay, I have five ideas. Which one should I go to? Or maybe yeah. it's not even any of those. So it's like you just get stuck, right? Exactly. Exactly. And here's the interesting thing is that, um, you know, you need someone on the outside sometimes to yeah. help you with trying to figure it out. And, and the thing is, it's not like you don't know, you know, really, it's not like you don't know um, what the right answer is, but you've just got so many things, you know, going on in your mind and you really, really, really need to be thinking about um, kind of more along the lines of um, what are my goals and what is it that I want to do so that I can then make really good decisions. And that's the problem that we see is that people um, don't have clarity about what they want. 
And so no. they can't make good decisions because they don't even know the criteria to, to use to make a good decision. They're just, it's, they have a million things going on in their head. And a coach can help you get it out of your head, which I think is, is, is a really important, a really important thing. Um, and the same thing with a mastermind group is that, you know, these, your peers are there to help you get all the stuff out of your head and get it someplace where you're then going to be able to look at it clearly and make good decisions. So whichever way, you know, whichever type of person you want to use or whatever kind of group you want to use, the whole point is to give you clarity, help you make decisions, help you learn best practices as quickly as possible, help you, um, uh, help you stay accountable because you know sometimes we don't oh, yeah. get sometimes we don't get things done like we say we're going to. No, <laughs> <laughs> nope, never happens. You know, so this is this is just a way for um, for the business owner to be able to step back a little bit and work on their business and to have that time carved out on a consistent basis to do it because that's the other piece. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, we keep true. saying we need to do this and we don't. And when you have an appointment with with a consultant or a yeah. Coach, um, now you're required for that, you know, 45 minutes or hour to, to really pay, pay attention to what's going on. I know. And if you have homework, you're getting it done. <laughs> I know, because you're paying them. If you don't do your homework, well, then, then you're not going to get value out of, no. the, out of the conversations. Exactly. Do you find people really, um, with the whole thing about being stuck, like they second guess their instincts or they second guess what they want to do versus what they think they should do versus what other people say they should do? Um, I, I think that we all second guess stuff. I yeah. don't, you know, I'm pretty sure that that's a, a common <laughs> sort of a thing. Um, because the, and, and the reason you second guess is either you don't have confidence, yeah. um, in general about being a business owner and sometimes the confidence, the, the lack of confidence is well placed because you actually don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's in, you just internally, you're not feeling confident about making the right decisions. So you second guess yourself. And so a coach isn't going to stop you from second guessing yourself. What they are going to do is say, well, why are you thinking that? And they're going to mm -hmm. ask the right questions, questions, try to figure out where the real problem is, because until we know the real problem, how can we possibly solve it? Um, I had a, a woman one time, she owned a restaurant and she said, oh, I, you know, I can never take any time off to take a vacation. I haven't had a vacation in five years and, and I don't know how to manage my time and I'm always so busy, yada, yada, yada. And I'm listening and I'm kind of watching her face and I, and after she went on for a while of telling me that she was overwhelmed and all this time management stuff, I asked her a series of questions. Well, come to find out it had nothing to do with being overwhelmed and time management. She did not trust her staff to take care of the restaurant while she was gone. Ah. But in her head, she had thought she knew what the problem was. So okay. she was trying to solve a problem and she was solving the wrong problem. Once we could uncover that the real problem was this issue of trust, then we could solve it. Yeah. But it, totally. until then, she was going to second guess herself and go in circles. Yeah. Because that wasn't the problem. No. <laughs> you know? So, funny, eh? yeah. Uh, yeah. Having that outside voice, because, yeah, you internalize so much and you're so wrapped in it that you just you need an extra pair of eyes and ears mm -hmm. and ideas. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what kind of, um, or I guess, how do you know if you're ready for a coach or you need a coach when you're an entrepreneur? Well, the easiest way to tell is, are you stuck? Yeah. You know, are, are, are you stuck in trying to move forward? Is, are you just 
sort of feel like you're spinning your wheels or do you really feel like there's more potential in you mm. that you haven't untapped you're like okay yeah. i've gotten i've gotten to a certain place and i'm relatively comfortable here but there's so much more i feel like i could do so much more ways i could serve my customers so much more income i can make and i don't know how to how to get past my own ceiling yeah and yet you really really know deep in your gut that there's more there's more that you could be doing, more that you could be earning, more you could be having, and you know it, but you can't get to it. You, you um, can't um, like visualize it or see yeah, or picture yeah. how, what it would look like. Yep. And a lot of times um, what people do is they hire a coach or a consultant when they are starting something new. They're like, look, I, this is brand new. I need to figure out a whole project plan for this. I need to keep on track. I really need someone who's going to help me with this. Right. And so sometimes that's what they, you know, that's what they are hiring someone for. So it's really interesting. There's a whole bunch of reasons why people would, would hire a consultant. Yeah. And so if you're thinking about it, then what are some of the things that you, you should look for in a business coach? Like, is it their, I mean, I'm sure cost is a factor, but it like the person the references, the personality, the benefits of a program, or are, are there certain things you should sort of look at? Well, if you're hiring a consultant or a coach, um, then I'm going to recommend that the first thing you do is look at their knowledge level. You really need to make sure that they know, um, they know more than you do and, and that they've been trained as a coach or a consultant. So they have the skill of how to work with you because, yeah. you know, do you want anybody just to say, well, you know, I owned a business for five years. I'm going to become a coach or I'm going to become a consultant. It's like, well, yeah, but do you know how to be a coach or a consultant? Right. You might know about business, but you, do you know how to work with a, another human being? Yeah, some people don't, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so my point is that anybody can call themselves a coach or a consultant. True. So you really want to know whether they're trained, you know, how long have they been doing it? Um, those kind of things are important. And then um, – you know, I would want to know, well, you know, what industries have they worked with? Not necessarily have they worked with my industry because um, there's a million industries. How, you know, how is it possible that one coach would be able to have worked in all those industries? Yeah. But do you want to look for someone who specializes in your industry? Or do you want someone with a lot of experience in different industries so that um, they can bring all of that new ideas. creativity and new ideas? Because yeah. sometimes when we're in our own industry, we kind of oh, get blinders totally. on. We'll say, oh, well, you know, I'm in the interior decorating business and we do things this way. Exactly. It's like, well, wait a minute. Do you realize that maybe plumbers do it this way and that might be a great solution for for you so what do you want do you want someone who has a lot of experience in different industries or do you really want someone who has a lot of in-depth experience in your own industry then what I would be looking for um, is I would be looking at like at um, you know testimonials and things like that you know what are other people saying about them um, and then the personality has to be oh, yeah. a big deal I would have an initial conversation with them um, I would would really be not only for their skill level and stuff, but how do they communicate? Um, is this a good fit personality-wise? Um, um, do you, when you get off a phone with them or you get out of a meeting with them on that first consultation, do you feel excited or do you feel like you just walked through, you know, like fire and you're exhausted? Yeah. Um, because you're going to be working with them a long time and you really want to have a great relationship. And if there's something about them that irks, something about 
about them that irks you now, it's only going to irk you 10 times as much oh, later. <laughs> and you need to feel that trust, right? Or the feeling yeah. they get you or they get your business or, yeah. 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 So I think that it's really critically important that you look at their background and their experience, but also how do they work with you? And that's why the testimonials are important. That's why, you know, talking to their references are important because they're going to say, oh, well, you know, the reason I worked with this person is this is how they worked with me and this is what made it really helpful. So, um, but if you just, you know, if you just Google like how to choose a small business consultant or how to choose a small business coach, I have an article out there that lists like 15 different things you should be looking for. And I think that would really be helpful to folks because um, you kind of need a checklist to yeah. do this when you're talking to them. Because it could be even, even things like how available are they? Are they, you know, do they only take clients one day a week? Are they available to talk to you via email or is it only yeah. phone or is it only in person? Um, that matters, especially if you're starting something up. Um, you need to know that when you have a question, you can email them or phone them or text them or whatever, and they can reply to you. Um, it's not maybe as critical if you have a stable business, but if you're starting something new, you know, stuff comes up every day. Yes, it does. You need to be able to do that, you know. Um, so, you know, so all of these things matter, including, frankly, what they're going to charge, because is it in your budget? Yeah. Um, you know, some coaches charge extraordinarily high fees, and, you know, the average person just kind of rolls their eyes and says, I just, it's not even possible. And again, now on the other hand, you don't want someone who's charging you, you know, like $100 a month for four coaching sessions because then you're thinking that's just too cheap they're, yes why 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 are they why are they true yeah I'm <laughs> yeah I, I don't want them learning on my dime um or i don't um you know someone who's charging that kind of money they're not going to be profitable how long are they going to be around oh that's you true know? so i want to know the person's going to like be there for me <laughs> absolutely and what would you say because it's like it's a new territory for an entrepreneur, right? To have a business coach or a consultant. Yeah. Um, and I know like what should their expectations be or upfront, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously they shouldn't expect, okay, you're going to make a million dollars in the next year. Um, what kind of expectations would you think someone should set off the cuff? Well, it depends on what they want to do. And so as an example, yeah, if their goal is to increase their revenue, then they need to be able to talk to their um, prospective coach or prospective consultant and say, look, I am looking to increase my revenue by 30% in the next six months, or I'm looking to, you know, triple my revenue or whatever in X amount of time. Is this something you can help me with? But the fact is, is that neither the coach nor a consultant or a trainer or a guru or a mentor is going to be able to guarantee you mm -hmm. any particular result because the result depends on you doing work. Oh, and so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're looking for them to rescue you and you sort of want to just like hang back and not do anything, then you're <laughs> going to need to hire. You're going to need to hire the hire the kind of consultant who actually does the work for you. Because if you're not going to put the effort in, of course nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So they could give you the most brilliant marketing ideas in the world, but if you won't implement them, then it's not going to help. With that said, um, a good consultant should listen to what your situation is, listen to what your audience is, listen to what you're currently doing, and should be able to say with fair, fair amount of certainty, for this audience, for what you're selling, you should be able to increase your income by this amount, or you should be able to expand your reach by this amount, or you should be able to accomplish these 
four tasks, you know, yeah. uh, set up a social media campaign, set up a, um, I don't know, a, 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 a free offer, you know, here, here are the things we can get done. And they should be able to tell you whether you can do that. And if they don't know enough to honestly be able to evaluate and tell you whether your, your goals are, are just pie in the sky dreams or whether they're realistic, mm -hmm. then they're probably not a good consultant for you. Now, a, an ICF certified coach is not going to promise you that they can increase yeah. your income by a certain amount on a certain date. A consultant will, but a coach is not supposed to do that. So if you're, if you're looking at, well, I'm a coach and I don't do that, they're not trying to be flaky. That's yeah. just the way, that's, that's just the way they work. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that, but the, there's such a, you know what I mean? It's, it's, my brain is fried by the end of today. <laughs> But you know what, too, is I find, and you and I have had experience um, with this, it's some people feel that they hire a, a coach or a mentor or whatever, and they sort of feel like by doing so, it's an instant fix. It's like, uh-uh, there's a lot of hard work that you still need to do and to implement and to act upon. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I've seen other coaching clients of mine and their clients, it's like, well, I, you're not getting results because you're not doing what you're told. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, but a good coach, a good consultant will confront you on that and will say, yeah. look, you know, you, you said you were going to do these things. You didn't get them done. Um, you know, this, this, is, this is why things are not going well for yeah. you. And, and they should challenge you and say, what are you going to oh, do? Yeah. What are you going to do to fix this? And um, a good coach, a good consultant should be holding your feet to the fire, just like a good you know, mastermind group should be holding your feet to the fire. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, then they're not good for you. Because really, what is the point of working with someone if they have such low expectations of you? Yeah, they're not even willing to question why you're not in integrity and why you're not getting things done. And then they're just being lazy, or they're being they're avoiding a difficult avoiding. conversation. Yes. <laughs> a good a good coach, a good consultant, a good mentor, a good guru, a good mastermind group, they're all going to be willing to to sort of get in your face and say, yeah. wait a minute. And they don't need to do it in a nasty way. They can oh, do yeah. it in a very honoring way and say, look, you said you wanted this and you said you were going to do this and these things are not happening. Are you open to talking about it? And, you know, if they say that to you, they're doing absolutely doing their job and, yeah. and you need to be, you need to step up. Now, sometimes you might, you know, there might be a real, significant reason why you're not getting things done you know your mom's in the hospital or yeah. something like that or it could be that you don't know what to do or you don't know what to do first oh, in wow. which your coach or your consultant can help you with that um or maybe you're just kind of hanging out and lazing out and not doing anything in which case and hoping for the best <laughs> yeah and and if you're procrastinating then a good coach can help you work through the procrastination problems that's true there are steps that you can take to yeah, break it absolutely. up and make it a little bit easier yep, yeah now everyone talks about the power of the mastermind so how would you explain a mastermind and uh what that power beholds <laughs> sure so um i love mastermind groups and i have a whole mm -hmm. website about how to create and run mastermind groups because i just think they are the best thing in the universe so essentially what a mastermind group is it's a group of your peers um, who brainstorm together with you, they share their best practices, they um, help you with goal setting, they help you with decision making, they help you with accountability and getting things done. Um, and 
they're, they're this ongoing resource for you. Now, I've seen a lot of mastermind groups that are just run by the members. And a lot of times, frankly, they fail because they don't really have a leader. They don't really have mm. someone who knows what they're doing because there's a lot of group dynamics in a mastermind group. And there's a lot of ways of getting the conversation to go deeper and richer and juicier. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the members, they kind of let things slide and they don't, you know, they just don't know what they're doing. But a, a mastermind group with a trained facilitator mm-hmm. is gold. You know, now sometimes that facilitator is also an expert in the topics that the group wants to cover. Like, you know, say that you're, um, you know, a small business owner, then if the facilitator is a, you know, a business coach or a business consultant or some training guru in the field, then that's a nice mastermind group to be in because not only are you going to get best practices from all the other members, but you're going to get it from the leader as well. Absolutely. but the cool thing about a mastermind group is you bring your problem, your situation, your challenge, your question to the group and you get immediate help instead of having to read 16 books <laughs> on a topic. You, yeah. you say, this is my situation. You guys know my goals. You know what it is I want to accomplish. Um, you know, give me ideas or help me make a decision or help me figure out why this problem keeps coming up again because I need to solve it. I need to solve it now. Um, and that's, you know, that's the real value of a mastermind group. And the cool thing about that is you have, you know, six or eight or 10 people working on your problem at once instead of one. So it's, it's an incredible opportunity. Some people don't do well in group situations, you know, they just yeah, think that, yeah, yeah, you know who you are, you know, if you don't actually really like people, then <laughs> <laughs> a mastermind group is not for you. Some um, people just prefer one-on-one, right? They feel intimidated by the group or their comments are not going to be valid or they're afraid to admit, you know, Hey, X, Y, Z is not going well today. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But you know, what's really interesting though, is that a good facilitator Mm. makes the group accessible to everyone. And so, um, you know, a good facilitator is going to um, bring the quiet people forward. They're going to kind of manage the people that are, I, I very kindly say over participating. <laughs> there are some, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know who you are. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's just a way of being able to move forward faster than you yeah, can on totally. your own. I mean, and who doesn't want that? And I just, I think so many people have been trying to do things alone for so long and no offense, but self-help can only just go so far. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, maybe the problem is you've been trying to do it alone for too long. If you had a group yeah. of people there to support you and encourage you and teach you and, and help you make decisions and keep you accountable, then you would get further, you know, than you ever could on your own. Totally. And I find it's, some people are, you know, with the the mastermind calls, well, if I don't have a problem, then I don't need to be on the call. But it's funny. It's like, I've been on many mastermind call where I don't have the profit seat, but it's like hearing other people's, you know, Hey, I need help with this, or they want advice on that. It, it, it's like, Oh yeah, I kind of do too. Or, or that helps me out for what I'm going to do in two months from now, or you can glean so much from it, even though, you know, you don't have the hot seat. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing is everyone, people who join a mastermind group have something in common. They're all starting a business, they're growing a business, they're working on their marketing, whatever it is that they're, they have in common, so that every person who's in the hot seat that shares their situation, everyone else can learn from yeah. it. I have seen mastermind group where everybody is taking notes when it's one person. Yeah, I know. Everyone's taking a million notes. They're like, oh, that's great, a piece of information. 
you don't know what you don't know. No, exactly. So, yeah, here's this mastermind group where all these things get brought up to the surface, and all of a sudden, you get you know twenty new ideas and twenty excellent ideas and twenty tested ideas. The people are, that are yeah. sharing stuff in a mastermind group are sharing it because they're like, well, let me tell you what I did, and let me tell you the results I got. So, and the other thing is, is, it's really a matter of respect. If you're going to be in a mastermind group and you want to be in the hot seat and you want them brainstorming yeah. with you, then you want to be there for them too. You Absolutely. can't just like skip meetings when you're not going to be in a hot seat. I mean, that's, that, you know, that kind of person needs to be fired from a group because they're not, they're not helping the group. Their weight. Yeah. You know, I mean, what is the point if, um, if people are only going to come when it's, when it's benefits them but they're not going to try to benefit anybody else what's the point of working in a group yeah you I know because in a group you're, you're really you're, it's not a selfish endeavor it really isn't no and it's uh, you sort of think okay people are just going to be rah rah yes i agree with everything you're saying all your ideas are perfect but they don't like and if you are in a good group like they'll tell you like no offense but i don't think that's a great idea <laughs> and here's why <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, I've been shot down a couple of times, but I'm like, it's good because it doesn't stop me from doing, you know, something stupid. <laughs> and it's like, you get that perspective that you wouldn't, you know, have previously had. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And, um, I just, you know, whether, whether you want to work with a coach or a consultant, or you want to be in a mastermind group, the whole point is to, get out of your own head mm. and to carve out time to work on your business and to have at least one other person to bounce ideas off of and to give you clarity and to give you insight. And, you know, for me doing it in a group environment just means it's, it's 10 times that because there's 10 times the number of people. Yeah. So you teach, you were talking about beforehand. So you teach how to, facilitate a mastermind yeah because a lot of people you know that's that's a great thing for them to do not only frankly is it a part of their revenue model it's how they make money because people mm. do charge money for a mastermind group um but because they want to serve more people and when they're working yeah. one, -on one with clients they can't do that um they, they're limited of how many one-on-one -on -one clients they can take so when you work in a group situation with your clients then you have a capacity to affect more people and so my um, success alliance website is the place where you can go to learn how to create and run mastermind groups and how do you set your pricing and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So what do you love to do the most in, in your, your businesses? I think really mastermind groups is, is my sweet spot. Yeah. Um, I've been doing coaching and consulting, both coaching and consulting um, for 22 years. So I've worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients. Um, I've taught over 200,000 people in the classes that I have run because um, I teach worldwide and I teach my classes virtually now. Um, and I do love to teach, but the mastermind groups is the place where I think people get the most value because it's not mm -hmm. just that they're learning something, but then they're learning how to implement it and they're yeah. being supported during that. Because, you know, how many times you've taken a class, then you take the book, you stick it up on a shelf, you don't do anything with it. Whereas in a mastermind group, it's like, okay, now let's implement what you learned. Yeah. And, because, and because we all learned it together, we all know the same stuff. So let's, let's do it. So I Even love the combination. Solving, like just having a problem and it being solved and having ideas to solve it. It's like, oh, like your shoulders just drop. You know what I mean? And just 
the power of having someone, you know, help you fix your problem and then, or expand upon ideas that you just get fired up and you get your passion back and you're super excited to implement, you know, the next level. I just love both ends of it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And you know, some, some mastermind groups are absolutely extraordinary um, because of the members that are in it. And some mastermind groups are absolutely extraordinary because of the person who's running it. And the best groups, of course, are extraordinary because of everybody who's in the group. But, you know, if you, if you want to work one-on-one with somebody, that's fine too. I don't want to tell people that, you know, the group is the only way to go, but you know, if they really want the power um, of all those minds working together, then that's the best direction. That's, that's the direction that I always go to. Now, do most of your clients have, um, that you teach, like, are they big groups, small groups? Is there an ideal size to have? Like if you're looking to join a mastermind. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, think about it. You really do yeah. want everyone to be able to be in the hot seat at every meeting if they can be. No, some mastermind groups meet weekly. And so say you had 40 people, it'd be 10 people in a hot seat every week for four weeks. Uh, but most mastermind groups only meet every other week or every month. Yeah. Some only meet once a quarter. So part of this is, you know, how many people in a group equates to, well, how much time do you have in meetings? Yeah. Um, I've seen some mastermind groups where it's one person in the hot seat per meeting. That means, that means the last person has to wait 12 months to get help. That doesn't make any sense at all. Right. Um, so much better to think about, you know, instead of having one hour hot seats, what about having 15 minute hot seats and do four or eight of them in a meeting? Yeah. Um, you can I know, do it a lot in 15 minutes. Yeah. One of my, one of my uh, facilitators in my synergy program, he is, um, he runs his mastermind groups quarterly in person, but he draws from across the across the nation wow. because these are four-day meetings. So people are willing to, to fly in one day, then go to a four-day mastermind group meeting, and then go home. It's essentially a week for them. But yeah. um, their hot seats in that situation are probably 90 minutes for each Yeah. Because you got four days, you know, and they do some other stuff as part of that. I do some yeah. training and have speakers and stuff but that's his model i mean that's the cool thing about mastermind groups is there's no such thing as a mastermind group police no one's going to tell you <laughs> how to run your group you just have to there's some basic tenets of a good mastermind group and then from there you can be as creative as you want yeah and you know of course the longer the hot seat the more detailed it is but you just have to have the time to do it and then you know how many people in a group but i would say not less than four in a group and you can scale up as big as you want as long as people get in the hot seat if people don't yeah. get in the hot seat then you're not serving them yeah that makes sense yeah awesome and do you do um in-person masterminds uh I do both. Um, I have been doing masterminds virtually for 15 years. Yeah. Um, uh, first through teleconferences and now, of course, through video conference because yeah. <laughs> conference is cool, way cool. Um, but yeah, I've done plenty of mastermind groups in person and there is something special that happens in person. Um, typically, you have more time and you can go uh, deeper. And what I find is often, even if I'm running a virtual group, that they will want to meet in person at least once a year. To yeah. Kind of, like a mastermind group retreat weekend and, and meet for three days and really do long hot seats and do some, um, some training and some exercises and, and just have some time to, to chat with each other and, and maybe even work on, you know, they bring a project with them that they want to work on, that they have an opportunity to get away from the office and have three yes. days to work on something. So doing them in person that way works. And of course there's plenty of people that run them in their town or in their city and that they only ever do them locally. 
Yeah, I have a client that does that, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. It, sometimes I feel like I miss that personal connection, but um, it, it is nice to, we do meet up once a year and yeah, just to know, you know, put a face to the name and yeah. <laughs> know them and yeah, it just takes it to another level, that's for sure. Yeah, it does. And it's really funny though, because a lot of times you would think, well, you know, that, um, that you know, doing mastermind groups virtually really wouldn't work because um, you prefer to see people face to face. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, is, and I'm not sure why it is, it just is that you can build extremely strong connections yeah. working with people um, virtually as long as the facilitator's trained in how to do that and knows yeah. how to knows how to make that connection happen you know that's true. so yeah so i just it's really it's really an amazing thing and it's definitely something that people should consider when they're if, when they're looking for help you know they're trying to figure out what kind of help they should look into mastermind groups as well as into uh, a, a, a private one-on-one -on -one consultant and figure out which one um, is going to work best for them. Absolutely. Well, I definitely recommend people do one of the above at any rate. Um, the value is just absolutely priceless. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing is, is that if you are a coach or a consultant and you don't have a coach or a consultant or you're not in a mastermind group, basically what you're saying to people is, you know, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's important that you guys hire someone, but I'm not going to hire someone. It's like, <laughs> I know you sort of forget about the the coach having a coach, but it's important, right? I mean, they have yeah. goals. They there's always something new to learn or improve upon, or just you know going through your own mindset stuff or big visions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's yeah. Point. So, yeah. how can people find you, Karen? Well, if they want to learn how to create and run mastermind groups, then they can go out to thesuccessalliance.com. That's yeah. my my website about mastermind groups, or just Google mastermind group. Um, and if they want to know about my coaching and consulting and my school for the self-employed, that is at passionforbusiness.com, or just Google small business consulting or small business coaching, and you'll find me there. Perfect. And, um, and I'll obviously have those links on uh, my show notes as well. Great. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate it, Karen. You're so welcome. This Yay. is wonderful. It was great fun. Yes. Thank you. So that is uh, the special episode of Sailing to Success podcast, folks. So of course you can find this episode and my videos, my blogs and all that good stuff at uh, lindsayphillips.com. So until next time, I wish you all a productive and profitable week and may the winds always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.